I'm Ashley. I'm Warren, and this is Whispers in the Basement. Happy Friday evening. It is evening. Take two. We have the worst recording. <laughs> this what? has been really such a trying time. <laughs> You know, so we have to explain what happened with the last one. I know you guys don't give a shit, but <laughs> I need you to know because it was really funny. So Lauren, we got all the way through the episode and the flow was so great. We were joking and having such a good spanking time. And then we get to the end and we're playing it back. <laughs> and Lauren sounded like an alien. I really did. I sounded like... Like you had sucked in helium. Uh, yeah, that's exactly what it sounded like. But just you. Like, mm-hmm. mine kind of sounded like it, but yours really sounded like it. Well, like, it sounded like I had sucked in helium, but then I was also talking into a fan. <laughs> you know how it, like, no, messes no, 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 with no. your voice? Luke. Yes. I used to do Luke, I am your father. That is hilarious. It, yeah. <laughs> we used to spit... <laughs> ice chunks at each other too no way swear to god i would have never thought about doing that that's <laughs> because yes, you know <laughs> but yeah so, uh, up, so here we are at my house because i am prepping for a bread class tomorrow in st louis so i had to bake a bunch of bread tonight so you'll probably hear my alexa I mean, she who shall remain nameless. Yes, um, I have Alexa as a male, but you'll also hear my oven clicking and so clacking. So is his name Alex then? I don't know. I think they just keep it as Alexa. Alexia. Alexa. Or Alexis. <laughs> no, that's not. Is that a guy's name? I think it can be. All right, we'll go with it. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, woo, we're yep. here again. Yep, let's talk about Thanksgiving. Okay, so my Thanksgiving was tiny. Um, when you say tiny, you just mean like small group? Yeah, small group. Okay. <clears throat> Still a massive feast because <laughs> I'm sorry. I cannot look at you. <laughs> this uh, chick looks like she's stoned, and I can't figure out why, and it's really creeping me out. I have no THC in my system, honestly. Um, I just did not put on makeup on today, and I told Ashley earlier, I was like, I can't believe I'm going out in public like this. And when I say makeup, I mean mascara and eyeliner. But, um, yeah, so then the first thing we sit down and she claims that I look like I'm stoned and I can verify that I am not. Okay, okay, back to Thanksgiving. Okay, yeah, so. Small group setting. Yeah, classic Thanksgiving meal. My mom doesn't do dark meat, so we just did. Turkey breast. Turkey breast. Her and I had a big debate because she wanted to take off the uh, skin on the turkey breast. Which is what holds all the moisture in. Absolutely. Adds the flavoring. All right, Della, take note. Ashley also agrees with me. But however, Della, I will agree. Dark meat is disgusting. I don't like it. It's flavorful, man. No, man, I like the white dry stuff. (laughs) Gross. Um, White dry meat. My mom did make her mashed potato rolls. Okay, so I... I'm glad you sent me her recipe. I tried one off of Google, and I I know they're potato rolls, so they're, like, not airy. Are hers airy and fluffy? Uh-huh. Okay, so the ones I did last year were, too. Mm-hmm. I used a different recipe, and mine were not airy and fluffy this year. Interesting. The dough, though, was beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, it was elasticy and smooth, and it looked beautiful, and then... Yeah. They just didn't. My they mom just... didn't bake as well as she wanted them to bake. She thinks that they baked too long, but they were still good. Yeah. 
I just, yeah, I did the same thing. I just had the classic stuff. I was going to like venture out of the, you know, color out of the lines a little bit, but, uh, yeah, didn't happen. Um, timing mm-hmm. and, uh, I just didn't have the brain capacity to really test out new recipes or nope. anything. Yeah. Nope. I did it some last year. I think that you and I went hard last year on Thanksgiving, trying all kinds of new recipes and stuff and trying to think out of the box. Yes. Well, and like the year before I did too. Yes. Because that was, was that when we were home for COVID? I think it was. Yeah. Maybe it was the year of COVID. I did a lot. Like that was, that was a beautiful Thanksgiving era then. We honestly were. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mine was the same. We just had a small group as well. Mm -hmm. I did not. Well, that's, I was going to say, I did not drink. I had two glasses of wine. Oh yeah. We made this uh, cranberry bourbon cocktail. It was fantastic. It was like brown sugar bourbon. So is bourbon, what am I associating? Whiskey. No. No. Nope. Is that the big ice cube drink? Is that Oh, yeah. I mean, so I think some of them have the big, yeah, ice cube drink. My mom bought ice cube trays specifically for this so that we could make cranberry rosemary ice cubes. Okay. How, were those good? I mean, yeah, they were really good, but we made, like, probably five pitchers of them. Oh. Okay, yeah. so they had to be pretty good. They were very good. They didn't taste a lot like alcohol, so they went down pretty really smooth. well. Um, I don't think I ever told you this, but Aaron likes to shop the clearance aisle in Lowe's, <laughs> and he found these ice cube uh things that make big round ice cubes yep she got some of those too and he was like hey i bought these for you you could like <laughs> stick pretty flowers and stuff in them and i was like thanks i've never got to use them but he I was, was thinking say, they yeah. would be really cool in a in a drink which they, they would. would be really cool in a little summer drink yes with like mint oh yeah yeah they would, it, would, it would be it would be nice or some like edible flowers Yes. Kind of like you did for my uh, those bridal were, shower. Those were beautiful. They were beautiful. Nanny didn't understand them. She did not. But they were beautiful. <laughs> they, were, they were clever, man. You put a lot of work into those. <laughs> I did. I did. Um, so, since we're through Thanksgiving, uh, do you have any super big holiday plans uh so this sunday laney and joey and aria are coming up from columbia and we're gonna go through the drive-thru bethlehem and probably the park and then i got hot cocoa bombs are you gonna go by the house that does the oh yeah that does the synchronized music i guess it's not really just a house anymore i feel like it's the whole street now i kind of agree with you yeah yeah we'll probably do that too because you have to put it to like a certain radio station yeah yeah that will be something that will add on to that yeah that'll be fun yeah and then i just have family christmases with my mom and then with seth's family so right on yeah what about you i have nothing until the day of christmas i don't even know i mean i would assume my dad normally comes over the day before so christmas eve i was gonna say (laughs) um and then we go to my mom's on christmas day uh, and then we normally do Christmas with Aaron's parents, like, the day after or something mm-hmm. like that. I don't know what that looks like this year. So, uh, yeah, up until Christmas, though, I have vowed to do something Christmassy with the boys one time a week. I love that. Yeah, so 
I made a list today of like Christmas candies and stuff. I found a recipe for homemade caramel. Ooh, is yum. it caramel or caramel? I call it caramel. I feel like it's caramel. It, in the it Midwest, depends. it's caramel. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I'm going to try that. Um, Do you remember d- those caramels that we got whenever we went to that winery with Peyton? Girl. Yeah. I'm hoping maybe these turn out just as good. Oh, my gosh. It would be really oh, awesome so if good. I could make alcohol-infused caramels. <laughs> or just, like, take a shot and have just a caramel. Say, yeah, I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, and then I'm, I'll make that um, caramel popcorn. OMG. I yep. know. Yep. I know. I I told the group that I'm training at work that I would bring some for them to try. And um, so, yeah, we'll see. And then I we have that cookie. Oh, the cookie. Co- yeah, and I have to do um, the sugar cookies. Yeah, dude. Ashley has this family recipe of these sugar cookies. And they're made with, like, lard. They're so good, though. Oh, my gosh. They're so I soft. I binge eat those. Yeah, they're really good. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we're going to make the, you know, the Oreo. We call them dirty snowballs. Oh, yeah. Uh, Denise makes those. The Oreo ones. But we're going to do uh, mint Oreos. Ooh, yum. I yeah. love a minty candy. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Same. So that's on my agenda for this weekend. And, you know, Christmas stuff coming up is just... <laughs> we just sound so thrilled while we're doing this. Like, both of our faces... Dude, this first recording, we were, like, alive and on fire. I mean, I'm still... I still kind of am. I just... Yeah. <laughs> you know, it deplates you. It's it like, does. why doesn't it work? Yes. Um, and the fact that, like, granted, we have the same conversations probably 300 times. Yes. But having to force them <laughs> in the same day. <laughs> Your tree isn't up yet, bitch. It is. N- I really just you uh, need to get it put yeah, up. Yeah. Or hang that ornament on your bridge. Oh, yeah. Ashley got me this super cute ornament that uh, says something about being her bestie and that I'm stuck with her, but now I can't remember what I it is. I don't either. I just, it, I got it to create cute. the us in a cartoon version. Yes. And she was very on par with uh, both of our yeah, outfits. Leggings and a hoodie for, a hoodie for you. That is my uh, And uniform. like, a, it looked like a pair of Vans. <laughs> yeah. Also my uniform. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that scared me. I thought it was Sage. I'm like, what is she? Nope. She's slowly out. looking out of the corner of my eye. What the fuck is going no, on in the kitchen? No, I think she's passed out right behind me. Oh, right? she, it. Yeah. Right? Yes. <laughs> okay, I was going to say, I feel like that's where she's at. Oh my gosh. Okay, so I have a question for you. All right, go ahead. What is your guilty pleasure? All right. My... That sounded so sexual when I said that. Did you? Do you agree? It. Okay, yes, but I don't know why. Pleasure? I don't know when that got turned into a sexual thing, but... A guilty pleasure? Yeah, I, I mean... mean I can I look at it from both points of view. Yeah, sometimes I think yeah. the context in this I did not because no, because I, I did not. What would I probably not? I mean, I would openly tell everybody what I'm getting ready to tell you. But right. It, if if it was somebody that I didn't know, would I admit this? I don't know. Right. Debatable. Yes. Right. What is your guilty pleasure? Um, probably rewatching Jurassic Park movies. I'm still so shocked by this. Yeah. I didn't even know there were that many. Yeah, there's. I'm pretty sure six of them. Yeah, I had no clue. Yeah. I knew the first one because I'd seen the first one. The second one was kind of a flop. It was. uh, Yet you still watch it? I mean, yeah, it's nostalgic to me. I watched them all my childhood. (laughs) 
See, it's so funny. <laughs> so Were you good. like a big dinosaur fan? Yeah, and I was really into volcanoes at one point. I wanted no. to be a volcanologist. Really? Yeah. That's actually... Wait, them. you were like going to climb down into a volcano? Like I was you in were ready grade, to do that? so let's be for real. Okay, did you get to build one? Yes. We built one in fifth grade. I also had a bunch of books about them because I was very into them. I was very into the weather. I mean, I still am, but I wanted to be a storm chaser at one point in my life. I could still, Or like a meteorologist. I think storm chasing would be so fun. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, me... I still to this day want to see a tornado, but from like far, far away, <laughs> right. Not going like the opposite twister. direction of where I'm standing. But yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, that's what I wanted to do. I just think it's so cool. Um, did you see that the twister re- or the, so they're doing like a second twisters. It's not like a, um, oh, continuance. It's a remake of the original. Yes. Yeah, so you it, don't need to remake it. It, it was the, iconic. It's called the, o, it's the OG for a reason. Yeah. Like, why would you do that? Yeah. I don't know. You because you can't really think just... of something else to create right now. It's wild. That's all. That's what we do now. We just re- keep recreating what's already been created. That is actually so true. And it's very annoying. I like get so annoyed. I don't even listen to like the normal radio anymore. But when I do occasionally, I'm like, I think it's like an oldie coming on. I'm like, oh, this is a cool song. And then there's somebody rapping to it that I'm like, yes. Are you freaking kidding me? Like you couldn't even come up with your own. Mm-hmm. What is artistry anymore? It doesn't even exist. It doesn't seem like. No, I completely agree with you. Yeah. Annoying. Okay, so Jurassic Park. Yeah, what's yours? I'm going to buy you a stuffed, uh, stuffed, like, dinosaur. dinosaur. I love the Bronchiosaurus. Is that the big tall one? Um, the, like, long neck dinosaur? Yeah. I think it's like a Brachiosaurus. Is it a Brachio? Bronchia? I feel like it is. I don't know. Hey, I was pretty freaking close. You were very close, honestly. <laughs> uh, my guilty pleasure. I have a lot of them, right. actually. Yeah. Uh, but the one that I will openly admit to you right now is the fact that I watch QVC day in and day out. Yeah, you're a QVC nerd. I am a QVC junkie. I feel like it's uh, really spiraled out of control. It gets really bad about Christmas season. Yeah. And it's because... They just have so many good deals and um, everything like delivers before Christmas. Um, and it's like next day shipping, right? Because you just. I don't know if it's next day. It's not as fast as Amazon. But the other thing is, I'm going to I'm gonna tell you. But like, Amazon's not even that fast because it's got, getting, Amazon's getting worse. I was going to say the monitor that we ordered for Seth, it. Mm, we ordered it, I think, on Saturday and it shipped Thursday. No way. Okay, so yeah. I, I ordered something that was supposed to deliver on Wednesday because I ordered it like Monday or Sunday. Mm-hmm. And then they were like, JK, it'll be there Friday, which fine, whatever. Right. But it showed up yesterday, which, so okay, fine, whatever. But also, like, it was Prime. So why? I I try to not to, I try not to bitch about it because, like, in this day and age, we're like, now, now, now. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? You want that so, instant gratification. Yeah. So I try yeah. to be like, it's fine. It's not a big deal, you know, but. Again, it's just a little annoying. Also, though, the shipping updates do kill me because I'm, I should be getting that shampoo at some point. UPS is supposed to be delivering it today. It's 5 o'clock at yeah. night. <laughs> but we'll chase down the UPS truck if it drives by. Good thing I don't. Make me my shampoo. <laughs> the good thing is, is I don't need it for a couple days, so it's fine. <laughs> I washed my hair this morning. Oh, that's but, hilarious. The yeah. thing about QVC that really, like, I'm, I am egged on 
<laughs> my family eggs me on. And here is why. <laughs> they condone my QVC watching. And <laughs> Memphis in particular will sit next to me and he'll say, Mom, it's the last one. It's the last one. You got to buy, buy, buy. It's the last one. <laughs> and I'll be like, stop it, Memphis. Or Aaron, he'll be like, oh, it's a good deal. That's a good deal. Look at look at how the look at it, Ashley. Look well, because at how it's don't doing they do this. like a whole little showcase on the yes, items? Yes, and when and... it comes to the beauty stuff, mm-hmm. I'm like hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> and Aaron's like, "Do you see how it just instantly smoothed her face? Do you see that?" And I'm like, "Bucket, stop it!" Stop. <laughs> You're like, "I do not need another thing." No, the consumer is the over consumerism is really hard to fight because you do constantly convince yourself. I need this. Yes. And then at the bottom, they're like 14,556 shoppers have this in their cart currently. If you want this, you need to check out quick. And then I'm like, fuck. I need it. Buy, 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 buy. I need it. Well, and part of it, I think, is also you just want to kind of fit in. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Not really fit in, but you don't want to be a carbon copy of somebody, but like you want to be a part of the, the crowd that gets it. Yeah. Yeah. FOMO. Because they yes. need FOMO. Yeah. yeah. I did get a really good deal on a KitchenAid mixer. I was going to say, yeah, because you it's got supposed pretty to good be shipping here. on that. Or, you know, it hasn't got there yet. It hasn't gotten here yet, but it's supposed to show up, I think, maybe like Sunday, which I'm super stoked about, because then I can have it to make my cookies next week. I was going to say, yeah, what's going to be the first thing you use it for? Cookies. Cookies. Yeah. Maybe mashed potatoes would be a good way to break it in. Oh, that's, see, I never even thought to use it for mashed potatoes, and then I saw it and thought... My mother-in-law, that's the only way that she does this it. This is another reason why I need this. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. Mashed potatoes. Okay. Well, cool. Um, one other thing, I think just one other thing that I wanted to mention uh-huh. was um, I wanted to talk about the amount of support we've gotten oh, so yeah. far. Um, I don't even remember what it was. I think it was... Your sister-in-law. I think that's what stemmed it. I think your sister-in-law shared something on her Instagram story and was mm-hmm. like, everybody go follow. And I was just like, that's literally the sweetest thing that we just, I, I don't know. I guess I thought when we did this that there was a possibility that people would like make fun of it. Right. Yeah. Um, because that's always your fear or that people would fake support it. Yeah. But I feel like we've gotten really good support. Like, you know, there's this guy that we work with. He 3D prints stuff and he 3 printed our logo yeah he did like a mini version and then an ultra mini version but that ultra mini version is so cute it is so cute but he's wanting to do a bigger one that we can put on the wall and like have it backlit and i think that'll look so cool it'll be the coolest honestly and then aaron had our uh our desk table the desktop Mm -hmm. created and our logos like cut into it like this is a big huge raw piece of it's a big wood. slab of wood. Yeah. yeah. It's raw edge and it's, uh, or is it called live edge? I think it's live edge. Live edge. I know what you meant. And it's got our logo cut into it. And I just, and not that Aaron doesn't support me. I think there's just always that fear of like, is this, cause it's probably really stupid. To, right. <laughs> like, why do you want to go do that? I don't know. Cause I think it's fun. I mean, also though, it's not like, uh, <laughs> we haven't blindly, uh, you know, had him support us on something that we haven't followed through on. What do you, we have it? Or are you being sarcastic? No, I am. You know the half marathon that we were supposed to run at one point? <laughs> and we went and got IHOP instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> he was so... <laughs> I... 
<laughs> he was so okay. I have to tell his story real quick, just real quick. Lauren and I, back in the day, uh, we were like really avid at the like gym rats. We were really yeah. avid gym rats, and we had signed up for a was it a half marathon? Yeah, it was a half marathon. And uh, her mom did the full marathon. I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, because we were supposed me. to meet your mom at, like, the halfway point where mm-hmm. the half marathon yeah. started. And so, I've never been told my mom I've not done it. I'm so, so sorry that this is coming here. out, no, Della. I, I outed myself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we show up, and you had to be there at, like, 5 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. And it was, like, a good 45-minute hour drive from here mm-hmm. to do this. And so, and it was cold. It was in March. Yeah. It was cold as fuck. Mm-hmm. And so we drove... To our check-in point, we got our number. <laughs> we got this, like this skull. Oh yeah, the beer beer pint. pint. Yeah, we got our shirt, uh-huh. um, and we got something else. And we were waiting for your mom to show up because we were gonna run with her. Mm-hmm. And we were sitting in the car, <laughs> and we were both like, "It's really cold out there." And <laughs> I don't even know how it came about, but I think we were just both like. So, you really want to do this? And I was like, nah. We can convince each other to do anything, yeah. honestly. But we we swore we were never going to tell anybody that we didn't do it. And it's we actually ended up going to eat breakfast. Yeah, we went to IHOP. And then we came home. And my husband really thought I ran that marath- that half marathon. <laughs> for. I mean, I'm talking until recently. So, this has been, what, seven years ago? Yeah. And just recently, I said something to him about how we didn't do it. And he was like, what? And I said, yeah, I thought I told you we never ran that. And he he was like, Ashley, I have told all of my friends. Do you know how proud of you I was? And then I instantly felt like, God, you're just, you're a fucking asshat. I cannot believe you lied to this guy. And that, you know, he was telling everyone, oh, oh my yeah. gosh. She he was so proud. And he was like, my wife has ran a half marathon. And negative bitch lied to him yeah (laughs) okay it's my turn you have a button which when you press it it does something what does yours do i'm not going to use the answer that i used earlier because i stole (laughs) it from you i still haven't gotten time to think about this yet now that you're asking me this there is something that i would have that button do but it's inappropriate and i can't use it right now okay all right well (laughs) bye I would have it uh, plan out my dinner and have the groceries automatically in my fridge. I really wish sometimes I had a like a personal shopper, like chef, Uh so that I didn't have to cook. I don't have to think of it. I don't have to go get it. It's just done for me. Right. Because that's so exhausting. Yes. Figuring out what to have for dinner. Well, and you don't want to repeat the same food all the time because you know, then you get really burnt out from eating the same thing every week. Agreed. You know, where somebody's like, oh, we're having goulash. And you're like, goulash again. Where for (laughs) your parents, they were like, that's how Gage feels about chicken. (laughs) He's like, I'm chickened out. I'm like, sorry, dude. Sorry, buddy. It's just, you know, the way it is. Right. So I, or I will make a big portion of something. And Seth is on the fourth day of it because I don't love leftovers. And he's just, he's like, I don't want beans again. Yeah. For a no. month. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. Agreed. Agreed. <laughs> Nothing even sounds good anymore, though. No. We've talked about this uh, not on here, obviously. I really love the smell of this wallflower. <laughs> Keep going. Um, so we've talked about nonstop about how anytime that we go out to eat or cook anything, 
the food just doesn't taste as good as it used to. And I don't know if everybody feels this way, but I mean, it just isn't. I can't say I've had a meal lately that I have been just like in awe with. Yes. Maybe that's the problem is we're like wrapping our emotions around a food. Well, or you just have like way too high standards. That could be now for you. Yeah. I know. You're <laughs> just kidding. No, no I mean, it's that's true. probably true. Whenever my mom and I were in Salem in Boston. I would have been so disappointed it, as well. It was the the worst food experience of our lives. Like TGI Fridays? Uh, yeah. I like mean, TGI Ruby, Fridays it was at the Tuesdays. Oh, yes, because we didn't get corrected this week. Yeah, it was Ruby Tuesdays. TGI Fridays would have been significantly better. Yeah, they do have those, like, really crispy little chips. That's what Peyton said. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Yeah. Um, Okay, well, we've kind of literally babbled for a long time. I hope that you enjoyed this. Also, if you did enjoy the more babbling with us, leave a comment. Let us know that you like that. Yeah, and if not, you can just say shut the fuck up next time. And get to the story. Yeah. Yeah. So today, I have today's episode. And if you follow us on Instagram, I created my first reel. Proud Um, of you. It was really easy, but I don't have a lot of pictures to choose from. We got to get better at this, Lauren. We got to get Lorraine better at the... uh, Oh, yeah. We didn't go into this again. You could tell everybody why you're called Lorraine. Okay. There's not actually a really good story about it. It's just been a (laughs) childhood nickname that has been passed on. And all of my friends have then taken it and just Ran. kept going with it. Yeah. I like it, though. Lorraine. Yeah. Seth out of the Lorraine Delanor. He... Yeah. Terrible. But. No, I love it. I love Lorraine Delanor. And I'm Ferg's... Yes. Fergie. Because that's my last name. Ferguson. Fergalicious. Fergalicious death. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's my last name. Ferguson. Yes. So, um, but dang it, where was I going oh, with this? Oh, um, our social media presence. Oh yeah. So Instagram on the reels, I dropped a couple of hints about what this week's episode would be about. Um, so if you follow us on Instagram, you would have seen that. If not, you should follow us on Instagram so that you can see stuff like that next time. Um, uh, but today's episode is about the history of the Crescent Hotel, which is in Eureka Springs, Arkansas. Have you ever been? I have not. My but your mother mom has. has been. Okay. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, I went, or we went, me and my family went over the summer. Um, so Eureka Springs is a small town nestled in the hills of the Ozark Mountains, just south of the Missouri state line into Arkansas. If you were to visit today, you'd be able to go to some pretty famous sites such as the Glass Chapel and the Christ of the Ozarks, but one of the main attractions in this historic town is the Crescent Hotel. Eureka Springs, um, it emerged out of the Ozark Mountains in 1879, and it was known amongst the local Indian tribes for its uh, natural springs with healing properties. So I don't know how many springs there are down there. So there's a website that you can go on and it will tell you which springs are drinkable. Okay. Um, And there's some kind of like testing standards that each spring has to meet periodically. You saying that right now just made my mouth think of what like natural spring cold water would taste like. Yes. So I feel like that water sounds tasty, but I hate bottled spring water. One of my sister-in-laws... But is it really bottled spring water? I don't know. That's what they say. It tastes completely different. Bottled toilet water. Yes. You'll never know. Yeah. One of my sister-in-laws, that's her favorite. And, oh, I hate it. (laughs) 
I wish I liked it. Sorry, Kelsey. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so, like I said, I've I've been down there, and the layout reminds me very much of the smaller mining towns that you see in Colorado. I don't know if you. Oh yeah. Um. So in the valleys. Y- yeah. It's yeah. like very windy. It's hills. You're mm-hmm. in the Ozark Mountain area, and so it's very curvy and hilly and. Eureka Springs itself kind of like sits down in almost like a crevice mm-hmm. of the hills. A crevasse. A crevasse. Uh, so the streets, like I said, they're small and windy, and um, it's beautifully littered with forests and cliffs. It feels very much like the town um, itself was cut into the crevice of a mountain. So uh, the scenery and the tells, tales, tells, Tales of these magical springs drew in a plethora of people from far and wide, so it wasn't a shocker when it soon became a bustling town by the early 1880s with a population of just a little over 15,000 residents. Um, Its governor at the time, Governor Powell Clayton, would transform Eureka Springs forever by bringing the arrival of the Frisco Railroad to Eureka Springs, and not too long after... uh, or not too long after the founding of the town. So this railroad was created and brought into Eureka Springs not too long after the founding of the uh, the town itself. The arrival of this railway uh, brought groundbreaking development to the town as it increased the amount of visitors that could make it to the area because of the mountains. Right. So not only was uh, the town a picturesque town, but it was again known for many natural springs in the area and of their healing properties. So the town advertised itself as a place of healing retreat. Due to the influx of visitors, the town committee saw a need in creating what was to be referred to as a haven of opulence and elegance. Wow, that is honestly so... I don't even know. I mean, I know what opulence means, but... I can't think of a time that anybody would use it in today's language. Absolutely not. We should. Yeah. So we don't. needs to create a company with Lo- those words. <laughs> this company is based off of opulence and elegance. <laughs> uh, so this, ha- this haven began construction in 1884 and was to be what is known as the Crescent Hotel. It was envisioned to be a luxurious retreat that would showcase the region's natural beauty and it does. It's beautiful down there. It took approximately two years to build, and to this day, it's a standing testament to the beautiful architecture of that era. So, you know how I feel about old architecture. Yeah, you're a geek for it. Love it. This building, it is old, and it's like the details as you're walking, and if you if you can pay attention to the details, they're just, it's just beautiful. And it's insane to me that it's standing still. Right, and that it's still taken care of, honestly. Uh, yeah, and mm-hmm. operational, so. Um, the Crescent was an operational hotel for the next 15 years, where it became widely known as a place of retreat for the elite. It offered extraordinary views, top-notch amenities, and was known for its ballrooms, lavish dining, and the exceptional service it had to offer. In 1982, the hotel was leased to the Frisco Railroad for five years, and due to the slower winter months, the hotel was reopened as the Crescent College, where it educated females until 1934. 
That's kind of crazy to think about. That really is. Um, The college provided women the opportunity to pursue knowledge and personal growth, and it did very well by attracting females from all over the country. It did, however, close its doors in 1934 as a women's college. So it was not open very long. I was going to say, also, how do you get the advertising out for a college back then? I have no idea. No clue. But I was listening to... I was listening to another podcast just this week where they were also talking about um, some sisters that worked in a female college and it was in like, like the turn of the century. I think of it more of like, I guess I look at, and I don't, I mean, I wasn't born, but I don't, I didn't live back then, but I look at it more of like a board, like a boarding school kind uh-huh. of like a ref, a refinishing school. Right. I don't know why I'm stuttering so much right now, but yes, that's what I look at it like. So maybe it was something like that. Yeah. Um, so So, yeah, but the real history behind the Crescent Hotel really starts to take shape in 1937 when a gentleman by the name of Norman Baker purchased the Crescent Hotel. He transformed the hotel into what is known as the or what was known as the Baker Cancer Clinic, where he claimed he was a healer and claimed to possess the quote unquote cure for cancer. That's a large claim. Uh, yeah. Oh, you just wait till you hear what this psychopath did. Baker was born November 1882 to prominent parents. He was the youngest of 10, and his father had reportedly patented 126 inventions. Wow. So they are creative. Yeah. And his mom was a writer before she married. So successful. Yeah. A lot to live up to. Uh, Baker began his career as a vaudeville performing magician. Okay. Those are, you know, yeah. Do you rem- standards? You know, I was watching um, a TikTok that was talking about Chris Angel Mind Freak. Do you remember that show? Dude, I used to have an obsession with him. Like nobody's business. That does business. not surprise me. About I know. You. I know. But wasn't he all? He was such a. a he was a fraud, right? Uh, see, I don't know. I, that would be a good thing to research because he was. Uh, wasn't he married to a Playboy bunny? Oh yeah, What's I think it was Holly Madison. It was Holly Madison. Yeah. Yeah. And I was so jealous. I was like, of course. Yeah, because he did his little levitating trick. Above the pyramid. Yeah. I don't believe it. Yeah? I don't know. I was obsessed with him for a long time. (laughs) Uh, So, so yeah, Baker was a vaudeville. Vaud? Is it vaud? Yep, vaudeville. I don't know. Performing magician. Um. It's okay. You don't have to find yep. it. I'll, go I'll have for to it. Google you. Or I'll have to Google it for you later. But he dabbled in a number of money making ventures. Um, so he was an inventor. Supposedly, he had a traveling mind reading act. Okay. Before he really ended up hawking himself as a healer, um, he also, oddly enough, launched a radio station in Iowa, which is when his quote unquote healings and his following really ramped up. His radio broadcasts were often targeted at the American Medical Association, where he would promote that he had the cure to cancer and questioned all of the publishings of doctors of the day. So let's talk about this. Traveling performer with inventions. Okay. Those, I mean, maybe. Right. Uh, Traveling performer, inventor gone radio, radio broadcaster. That's a little strange, but... Whatever. Uh, traveling performer, magician, broadcaster, inventor, doctor? No. None of those things go together. not math. No, it ain't mathin'. That ain't mathin'. This ain't mathin'. Uh, so, yeah. A bit sketchy, but um, regardless of what I think, uh, Baker did create his first hospital. 
Wow. Where he claimed to have uh, successful cancer treatments. His successful med- uh wow right now words his successful miracle medicine was made from the extracts of watermelon seeds, mm-hmm. corn silk, and clover. All right, I know. Yeah, that does not add up, but okay. I know it sounds like magic to yeah. me. Um, so as you can imagine, he didn't do well with his first hospital, and by the time he had moved to Eureka Springs, his reputation in his hometown of Muscatine. Yeah, Muscatine. Muscatine, Iowa. I have mm-hmm. no idea what the, where that's at, but my mom's from Iowa. My neighbor, mm-hmm. um, who does not like me now because of my chickens, uh, she visits there frequently. Okay. She has a friend that lives there. That's Okay, well, that's where he's from. Um, so that's kind of weird, but yeah. <laughs> um, so anyways, moving to Eureka Springs, though, from Muscatine, Iowa, um, Gave Baker a foot in the door because what is Eureka's uh, staple advertisement? Uh, opulence and healing. It's those healing waters. Oh, so ignore the opulence. It's the yeah. Well, waters. I mean, they were opulent healing waters. <laughs> yeah. So the healing waters of the natural springs. So um, him moving down there, he ended up rechristening the Crescent Hotel as the Castle in the Air. Wow. Yeah. Iconic. Um, mm-hmm. So, but you know, thinking about this, back in the day, it was not out of the ordinary for a doctor, you know, to tell a patient, you know, to move to like Colorado because of the fresh air and the elevation. And that's true. So, I don't want to say like maybe, maybe, I don't know. You know, it was just a different world and things were just different. And, well, and I mean, really, though, if you... Medical and, you know, wasn't what it is today, so... Well, and I think there is still a part that the holistic mm-hmm. using what's with the earth or whatever... Yeah. It does help you in some aspects, but it... I agree. Western medicine also needs to be integrated with holistic uh, medicine. Yes, agreed, agreed. So, even though he had destroyed himself back home, this did nothing to him in Arkansas and didn't stop people from paying large sums of money and coming to his new hospital. His hospital was said to cure cancer or tumors without operations, radium, or x-rays. They were said to not cut out any organs, and they could treat all ailments. As you can guess, many of his patients died. He used the same concoction that he used in Iowa, claiming that it contained the healing properties of the springs, but it was the same watermelon seed mixture as before. Um, So it's many of these patients that are said to roam the halls of the Crescent Hotel to this day. At least 44 people died under his care. That is terrible. Yeah. So it seems that the Crescent Hotel, which, by the way, has become known as America's Most Haunted Hotel. Okay. um, Houses a variety of spirits from even the construction of the hotel in the 1880s. It's said that one of the stonemasons plunged to his death in what is now room 218. This room proves to be the most spiritually active room in the hot in the hotel. I almost said hospital. <laughs> and many of the employees refer to the entity in this room as Michael. So I watched um, Sam and Colby. My kids love Sam and Colby, and I actually like Sam and Colby. Have you ever watched Sam and Colby? No. Is it a YouTube channel? It yeah. It's two it's two guys, and they go to like haunted places, and they yep. Sage. Oh, it's okay. And no, go ahead. Um, they do that. They do a uh, 
like a haunted tour of places. They went to the Crescent Hotel, and I feel like it was while they were there, the story was told that the gentleman that died had actually fallen because he was not paying attention and watching a, a really pretty lady walk by and he slipped and fell. Wow. And so now he like taunts women. Mm. He'll like pinch them, touch right. them, play with their hair, things like that. Just to try to get their attention and flirt. Yeah. Cause mm-hmm. he's a flirt. Um, so, uh, yeah, that's the story with that one. Guests have witnessed hands coming out of the bathroom mirror, cries of a falling man in the ceiling and the doors opening, slamming shut and then opening again. As you can guess, it's these stories that have increased the amount of requests that the hotel receives for stays in that specific room. I could see that. I don't know as I would want to stay in that room, but you do you, boo. Well, there are people that pay to stay in that Visla Axe murder house. Yeah, you could not pay. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially overnight. No thanks. Or Lizzie. Like, I don't, I don't know. I might. The Velisca Axe murder house just really scares the shit out of me. Well, because you've had people that go in there and they can record voices. Yeah, I don't like being said absolutely. I don't not. like that. Mm-mm. I don't know. I'll go in there. I don't know if I can stay the night. Right, though. I would go view it, but no. Yeah, I don't know if I can stay the Mm-mm. night. Um, but uh, the hotel's crystal crystal dining room is another area where employees and guests have encountered unexplained phenomena as well. So one holly holiday season, this really creeps me out. While the display Christmas tree and the packages, um, I'm sorry, one holiday season while the dining room was closed, it's said that the display Christmas tree and the packages underneath were moved from one side of the room to the other. Ooh. Yeah, the next morning, the employees found the tree and the packages moved along with the circle of chairs around the tree. (laughs) I don't know what I would do. I would... Things, like, when somebody... When somebody says, like, things just, like, mysterious... How do I put this? Things are in weird spots that they Mm -hmm. shouldn't belong. Like, if I left my house and I came back and all of my kitchen chairs were on top of my kitchen table and they hadn't been that way when I left and And all of my cabinet doors were open... yeah. That is like a skin crawling feeling to me. Yeah, because it's almost like an invasion of your privacy. It is. And it makes me think of like when Mar- uh, not Mar- Charles Manson had his, because before they like got into the killings, right? They would sneak into people's houses. They would break in and they would move their furniture around in the middle of the night while they were sleeping. Absolutely not. So envision yourself getting up in the morning and these couches are swapped around. Nope. It's it makes you feel like your safe haven is no longer safe. Well, and then if you were trying to explain it to somebody and they don't believe you, then yeah. you would you know whenever people go crazy and nobody believes them and then later it's mm-hmm. found out that they're actually not crazy that something was actually yes. happening. Yeah. Yep. One of my biggest fears. Yep. It's just like a skin crawly feeling to me. So that's how I felt when I was reading that story. I was like, yeah, nope. I would nope right out of there. <laughs> so in another instance, a former employee recalled looking into the mirror doors from the dining room to the kitchen where she saw a man and a woman in Victorian attire facing each other as if they were being wed. Oh, that's yeah. so tragic. The man looked at the employee making eye contact and the couple faded away. Another account is of a Victorian man being seen seated at a table near a window. When encountered, he said to say, I saw the most beautiful woman here last night and I'm waiting for her to return. Oh, my heart. I know. That's so tragic. Can you think I'm beautiful, please? (laughs) And wait for me to return, too. I'll be there eventually. Yeah. (laughs) 
Lastly, this is a ballroom that we're talking about. So it's nothing out of the ordinary that employees and visitors report seeing dancing apparitions around the ballroom during the wee wee morning hours when the room is closed. So that's a thing, too. Mm. Um, Due to the history behind Norman Baker's use of the building, it's often noted that the halls are littered with not just some of his patients and his staff, but also Norman himself has been seen on the grounds. Baker seemed to have an obsession with the color purple or lavender, and he's often seen in a purple shirt with a white linen suit, which sounds so bougie. It really does. White linen suit. It just sounds... uh, Mm -hmm. Still a, P- still a POS person, but Absolutely. a white linen suit. Yes. Uh, so obsessed with the color purple. So I'm sorry. So obsessed with the color purple that he ended up painting the interior of the building nearly completely purple or lavender. Ooh, I don't know if I would like that. <laughs> I, uh, depending on the color of purple, but lavender almost makes me feel like I'm in a psych ward, I think. Yes. But it's like you're trying to force me into happy thoughts. Yeah. Yes, toxic mm-hmm. positivity. Toxic positivity. We don't like that. Um, so he became known as the Purple Man. Oh. He loved the color purple. Oftentimes, a nurse pers- pushing a gurney resides in the basement morgue and has been uh, known to squeak and rattle the halls of the hotel. Ooh. Yeah. Housekeepers reported meeting Theodora in room 419. She introduces herself as one of Dr. Baker's cancer patients, but soon after exchanging words, she vanishes. Ghosts have, or I'm sorry, guests and ghosts have encountered what's thought to be old hotel employees in Victorian attire upon leaving elevators, and they've reported to waking up in the middle of the night to having the comforter tucked in neatly around them. Again. Would not like that. Back to that safe haven. Yeah, you're touching me when I'm sleeping. If you wanted to mess with me like while I'm doing my hair or something. No, see, I don't even want that, man. But if I'm picking a time. I I don't want to do it while I'm sleeping. I enjoy my sleep. I'm sorry, sir. You're you're bothering me right now. Can you come back in 20 minutes? (laughs) Yeah, let me wake up first. Oh, my gosh. Uh, That's so funny. So to this day, uh, there's lots of... I, I always start my stuff out with so. But to this day, there's lots of history in this place. You can take ghost tours. And the hotel has held on to many material pieces throughout the decades of ownership transition. The morgue is still located in the basement (sighs) along with the original autopsy table that Norman Baker used. That's kind of cool that they keep that. It is part of the hotel. Mm -hmm. Not that they'll ever need it, but yeah. Yeah. Upstairs upon entering the front doors, the desk of Dr. Baker is still there and in use to this day. Uh, Just a few years ago, one of the groundskeepers located several apothecary. Yep, apothecary. Apothecary jars on um, display, I'm sorry, on the back of the property near a greenhouse. And to this day, some of those jars are still on display in the hotel. Uh, But they did end up leaving a lot of them in the ground on the property, and they have them, like, protected. So in those apothecary jars are the watermelon seed the potion corn silk yeah that concoction yeah um and i feel like we didn't venture down to that spot on the grounds but i feel like it's near a gardening area and then they've got it like blocked off so you can see it you just can't walk super close to it yeah um but yeah you do feel as though you've taken a step back in time when you visit here the building itself sits atop a giant hill and it looks over the town it is still a functioning hotel, and uh, it contains a spa, and it has a pizza joint that the public can visit on, I think it's the third floor. 
not the top, but the third. Okay. Um, the grounds also have lots of yard games to play, hiking trails that you can take to get to downtown area, to the downtown area of Eureka Springs. And they have like a cute little section where you can swing that's on top of a hill. Um, we hit up the pizza joint when we visited and the scenery was amazing because you can literally see out over everything. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it's hot, it's hot. Because it's at the top of the mountain. It is. Right? And it's in Arkansas, which is still, I mean, it's not far from here. It's the armpit during it's, the summertime. It's Arkansas so humid. is worse than Missouri in the summertime. It's humid, humid. Yeah. But we did some research while we were down there at the amount of rain and snow that they receive throughout the year. And like the coldest versus the hottest that it gets. It gets pretty hot. It gets but it's hot. it's a hot, humid. Like can, it is here. Yeah, and it can be a hot, humid here, but sometimes it's just hot, like, mm-hmm. just plain fucking hot. You know what I mean? It's worse in Arkansas. Yeah, it is. But yeah. the amount of, like, snow and rain that they right. get, it's very minimal compared to here, too, because right. it's further south. But yeah. it would be, like, a good place to, I think it's a good place to live. Nope. Not too far past Eureka Springs. You want to stay in the Ozark Mountains area is yeah. where I would want to stay. But um, So, yeah, we went to the pizza joint. And um, I'm going to tell you my story real quick. Go I've already ahead. told you. But I'm going to tell everybody else my story about the pizza, joint, the pizza joint that we went to. So we get there and you can eat inside and you can sit outside on, like, the balcony. And it's, an in- it's not enclosed. You've got the roof. Um, and we sat at a table that seats four and it sat close to the actual building itself, like right up against the wall. Mm-hmm. So we're sitting there, we've ordered, we're waiting on our food. And, um, I noticed Aaron's like moving towards the wall, the window. Cause we sat kind of next to a window and he's like touching the brick and putting his face up against the window. And I'm like, what are you doing? And he says, will you switch me, switch me spots? And I'm like, I mean, I guess so. Why? I didn't want to because it also like made my back against the crowd. Oh yeah. I don't like that. No, I, I like either. to see the whole crowd. Yep. Um, so I was like, yeah, I guess I will. So I got up and I switched spots with them. And as I was sitting there, I felt so hot. Like I was fine at first mm-hmm. and then I got so hot, but it was only on the left side of my face. Oh. So then I was like, what the... Like, I felt almost like a heater was on. The opposite side of the brick. The opposite side of the brick felt like a heater was on, but it was just half of my face. And where I had just been sitting at feet in front of me, mm-hmm. like, just minutes earlier, it wasn't like that. Hmm. So I was like, God, it's hot over here. And Aaron said, do you feel that? And I was like, yeah, but it's just on the left side of my face. And he was like, that's exactly what I was feeling. Don't know what it was still to this day. There was nothing that could have been turned on near us. There was nothing. The sun wasn't shining in. I don't know what it was. That is but just the so left strange. side of my face was Burning up. was hot. Yeah. Um, so then after we got done eating, we uh, roamed the halls for a little bit. Mm-hmm. You could take the elevator down. I didn't want to do that. I wanted to go see what the rooms look like. <laughs> Um, so we were just roaming the halls and they, I just could not help but think like these walls have seen like 
a million, 1.4 million people walk through it. You know what I mean? Just throughout history. Yeah. And the different types of people. They've seen people from the 1880s, the 1930s, 50s and 60s. You know, they've seen so many different types of people. And here I am. You know what I mean? Right. It was just insane to me for me to think about how many people had actually been in that building. The doors, um, the doorknob was not on the left-hand side of the door. It was in the middle. That is so strange. Of the door. That is the only time I've ever seen a door look like that. I was going to say, I can't think I've ever seen... I can't say that I've ever seen a door. It was weird as fuck. It was so cool, Mm -hmm. but it was weird as fuck. Hmm. Um, Once we got down, back downstairs, um, the boys played yard chess for quite a while, Mm -hmm. and I swung on those swings. And so the swings set up on a hill. So when you're swinging, it feels like you're swinging over a hill. And I'm swinging, swinging, and then I stop. I'm the only person on these swings. Mm-hmm. I've been stopped for quite some time. I, like, look over to my right, and this swing just starts swinging on its own. Oh, no. Yep. And I was like, okay. <laughs> what if it was it's a fine. little girl just wanting to have a I didn't time move. I just stayed there. But it was just weird. That um, weird. The grounds have also, a long time ago, they had a cat on the grounds, um, and he got old enough that he ended up passing away. But not too long after he passed, a cat that looked nearly identical to him just happened to show up. And this cat literally free roams this hotel everywhere. Okay. So much so that next to the double doors that you walk into, and they, like, when you go to this hotel, they have people that open the doors for you. Oh, so it's fancy. Girl, fancy. I felt, I felt like I was in a million dollar, like, that's right. You Ritz open Carlton. that door for me. Yeah. yeah. Um, but next to these doors, they have a little bitty cat door. That's so precious. That the cat can walk through. Yeah. Um, and he's got a bed underneath, you know, where Norman Baker's uh, desk sits now. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just a really cool building. I love old, old buildings. It's insane to me how we can't build now, you know, like they did then. I get it. Like things are more expensive, but I don't feel like the, the houses. Architecture is just so bland. It now. is very bland, and our houses that are built nowadays they ain't gonna withstand the t- the tales of time. So <laughs> no, not at all. I, you know. Yeah. But um, overall, Eureka Springs it's a pretty hippie place. So if you ever feel like going to get your palm read or tarot card reading, mm-hmm. they they do a lot of that down there. A lot of the houses are old. They're small. Um, but there, it's a very artsy fartsy place. It's just, yeah, Yeah. it's just really cool just to go roam and walk around. So, um, yeah, you you just, again, you feel like you've taken a step back in time when you're down there because everything's just so old. It's like you're in a whole different world. So yeah. Yeah. That's it. Oh yeah. Also Norman Baker, uh, left Eureka Springs, right. Uh And he went to Mexico. Oh. And started up another hospital. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So it was kind of basically the same thing as what happened in Muscatine. He went to Muscatine, you know, had the first hospital in Muscatine. It failed. Uh, He's a swindler. Went to Eureka Springs. Same thing. Went to Mexico and ended up coming back to the U.S. for some reason out of Mexico where he was arrested. Oh, my gosh. And he died in prison. So. Well, honestly, good riddance. Yeah. But you need to go to... uh, you need to go to Eureka Springs. Yeah, so Della put that on your to-do list. Take Lorraine Delanor <laughs> to, to Eureka Springs. Springs. So, next week's episode is you. 
Yeah. Yeah, I hope that everybody enjoys it. It's a topic that I've always wanted to talk about, kind of more pop culture, food blogger, gossipy. Give me the tea. I love it. Um, Yeah. I mean, after this, then I feel like I kind of know what direction I want to go after this, but this is one that I've wanted to do for a while. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I found, I think I know what I'm going to do my next one on, maybe, but I also found a really cool one out of Kansas. Ooh, I think that is still to this day. Oh, no. Is it unsolved? Unsolved. Ugh, I hate those. I, I don't want to say unsolved. They're at large. Oh. They were never found. Wow. I know. It'll be a good one. Okay. Again, I ordered a book. Yay me for reading. I'm proud of you for reading. Snaps for Ashley for reading. Honestly. Not an audio book. This is my eyes doing all the work. Yeah, because you can't focus for audiobooks, right? (laughs) I can't hardly focus to read, period. But I will do it. I make myself. It may take me three hours to get through one chapter, but I'm going to do it. Totally off topic, but have you watched either of those documentaries that I suggested to you? No. I ha- Are they both on HBO Max? Yes. Yeah, so, they both are. Okay. I think I watched the one about the garden, the commune or cult on Discovery Plus, but it is also on HBO Max. So I need to try to get the uh, HBO logins. Oh. Do you have them saved? Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Peyton. I don't. Yeah, I don't save them. <laughs> I screenshot them every time so that I can. I need to get those, I guess, and then I'll. So, what was the one that you watched most recently? Uh, it was called "Love Always Wins: The Story of the Mother God." The Mother God. Yeah. So it was this lady who she. Thinks... Like, is this a real story? Like, this is a. Is it like a documentary? Yeah, it's like a documentary of this cult. Okay. And um, it was about this lady who believed that she is Mother God, like the God of the universe. And she communicated with the universe through um, like the telefrequencies. Okay. And so um, during this whole documentary, you actually come to realize that this woman is just an alcoholic, honestly. She's drunk 24-7 and... Her reasoning of being mean to the members of the cult are because she is taking on all of the pain that the world receives. What a manipulative bitch. Honestly. And so then there was another guy who became Father God. And he really, in the end, was only there to be able to swindle the money whenever she died. Because her alcoholism was so bad. Okay, okay, so I'm going to have to watch this. I'll, I'll try to log in tonight and watch it. Yes, and so if you know anything also about the death, um, like the rigor mortis and everything of how your body goes through uh-huh. all of this, mm-hmm. she does end up dying. Uh-huh. And these members um, take care of her dead body waiting for her to come back. Uh-huh. And so they are writing all of these notes, and they have videos of these notes that they've written, and they talk about how mother's really stiff. Mother's not stiff anymore. Well, no, because naturally that's what the your body do- yeah, it goes like, in and out of rigor mortis. Yes, yes. But in my head, I'm like, you guys are idiots because anybody knows this, I right. feel like. But it's you have to watch it. It's just wild to me what people can be convinced to follow. So I'm going to have to find this other documentary. It's I feel like it's it's. 
I mean, I would call it a cult, but um, it has to do with the lady that's on YouTube and um, the her beliefs convince people to kill themselves. And, um, like the one that I remember is, uh, it was a younger girl. She ended up walking into the middle of the woods by herself, sat down and just died from like hypothermia because she stayed out there. I'll have to find it and send it to you. But it's a, it was a lady that claimed that she, I feel like she said she talked like, um, oh my gosh, the Haley. Hale's comment. Yeah, I can't remember what they called it, but I felt like it she was... She said, like, they talked... She talked to, like, aliens and stuff yes, like that. Yes, that's what this lady also said. Yes. That that's how she got her communications were from the Wild. universe. Yeah. The garden is not like that. The garden is built off of, um... Basically, people wanting to live off of, like, off-grid. Okay. Yeah, and live off the land. And realistically, it's just a bunch of dirty hippies that just want to they... have their own burning man. I want to be a dirty hippie. I mean, same, but not to the extent that these people are. <laughs> watch, watch it first is what you're saying. Yes. Watch it first before you say you want to be a dirty hippie. Also, though, it is kind of cool because um, they did recently buy land in La Plata, Missouri, which is not very far from us. So I always think that that stuff is so fascinating to me because I'm like, I've never even heard, uh, like, you know, locally that these people are there, but right. they are there and they are welcoming to almost any members. You have like a 10 day um, trial period with them. And do you think you get, that you can take FMLA? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can probably get I'm a doctor kidding. to like write off, like, you know, a grubby sock vacation, um, but for free because you're <laughs> just there. I'm just kidding. But yeah. Where am I? No. Nope. <laughs> calling HR right now. Okay, so I'm going to watch those too. Yeah. Um, you wa- We've both watched Twin Flames. We did watch Twin Flames. Did not like that guy. <sighs> okay. No, I know you right. did. I didn't like his personality. I don't know what it is about. Wait, like you thought he was attractive? Don't. Ooh. <laughs> no, I mean, I will. I don't, don't like to me. yuck your yum, but like, <laughs> you he are. is slimy. He but what you saw my wrapped it was like 98 percent very fitting for you tom petty and that's who that guy reminded me of i don't know what it it is i don't agree with it but i get it his personality though just made me want to flick his head off his shoulders yes the the way he was like talking over his wife i Mm -hmm. wanted to be like like first off if we if that were me and i were sitting in her shoes in her shoes and he was talking to me like that you best bet. I'd be like, motherfucker, you better. What? Who are you talking to? Because well, I know you ain't talking to me. At one point, he say that it was her fault that he was so upset or. Yeah. Get over yourself. Yeah. Get the fuck on. Yeah. No. Don't I think know. so. The audacity of men. Yeah. But she's brainwashed. Yes. I mean, she, I, she is totally just as guilty in the brainwashing effects as he is. But well, yeah, because didn't they end up having a kid together is what you said. This, uh, this April. I think it was born this April. So she's definitely stuck. I mean, you're never stuck. Well, no, but, you know, kind of. Like, you had that buy-in. Yeah, now they have their ultimate twin flame. Yes. So. Um, Did you see that Paris Hilton had a second kid via surrogacy? She announced it on Thanksgiving. No. Okay, so she has a reality. Did you watch... uh, I Did you watch her show? With with, Nicole Richie? Yeah, I loved it. Simple Life? I did at first. Oh, okay. And then I didn't. Okay, so she has a new show on P 
Peacock and it's like a reality series. Why would you tell me this? This brings up, we have to talk about VPR before we end this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, But yeah, so the first season was about her getting married. And then I think the second season is where she announces that she's having a second kid. But both of her children have been born via surrogacy. And she kept, like, I think she's kept her first son off of social media for a while because she wanted to keep him to herself and have yeah that privacy. Yeah. But, yeah. Interesting. To have the money in the world and pay for her surrogate. For somebody else to birth your child for yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. She's Paris Hilton, man. She can't mess up that body. <laughs> Come the <laughs> fuck on. VPR, though. Oh, yeah. Ashley is a VPR freak. You need to watch, I think, really just watch the last season. Okay. Watch that reunion. When does the new season start? I feel like I saw it starts in January. Okay. Did it, you... It looks scandalous. Did you watch the show, the Special Forces show that John no. Scandable's on? No. I haven't either. Did you call him Scandable? Oh, is it not? It's Sandoval. Oh. <laughs> is it it's not his nickname? It's the Scandable. Is... Oh, Okay. Sandoval. It's Tom Sandoval. He's from St. Louis. Oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. He's from St. Louis. Uh, Festus? Oh, yeah. That's where Seth drills out of. I feel like maybe that was right. Oh, I feel like I might not. I should have said that, but it's fine. Maybe it's not. Um, <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't uh, remember. Um, but, yeah. Festus does sound familiar. Like, does sound. There's another one over there, too, that starts with an F. I don't know. There's a lot of little towns over there. Um, yeah. But you got to watch it. Watch the last season. Oh, yeah. Because I just feel like I, there's too many seasons for me to willingly catch up on. Yeah. Watch the last one. Watch okay. that reunion. Okay. Get the taste in your mouth and marinate what's going on. So that and we then can watch drop the in and one. watch it in January. Yeah. 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 Cool. So you have the next one. We're talking next week. You have already talked about this. Yes. Okay. So okay. I think that that wraps up today's episode. Um, we'll catch you next week. Okay. In the meantime, stay strange, my friends. (laughs) See ya. Bye. Bye.